share with you about the principles of God. Say the principles. Say it again. Say the principles of God. God has operated the way human beings do. He is God, and in his sovereign, we have God on the throne, and we have his plans, his will on the throne, and then we have Jesus on earth telling us to say, when you pray, you must say, let your will be done as it is in heaven. In other words, the things which are happening here, they must be exact copy of what is in heaven. Then in his prayer, he says, when you pray, you must say, thy kingdom come. Thy kingdom come. Then when Jesus Christ was giving his instruction to the disciples. He said, wherever you are going to preach, tell them this statement. God's kingdom is near you. Then he said, go and perform miracles, signs and wonders. But the first thing, tell them, the kingdom is near you. And it's quite amazing. And what's the connection of the kingdom and miracles? He says, thy kingdom come that will be done. So his will is in heaven. But when the kingdom comes on earth, his will will be done. And the kingdom come, that will be done. So his will can only be done when his kingdom has come. And what is his kingdom? His kingdom is his power. Um, I'm going somewhere. I'm trying to take everyone along the board. I'm trying to get anyone who is lost to come along to the board. The Bible says the kingdom come that will be done. What is the meaning of the kingdom? And I, I was sharing somewhere before I said the word kingdom comes from two words. There's a word king and there's a word dom. And the word dom is a short phrase of the word dominion. Somebody said dominion. Somebody said again, dominion. So the word kingdom, there are two words actually. There's a word king and dom. Dom is for dominion or domain. So when we say kingdom, we mean king's dominion. Now kingdom, king's dominion. Now when Jesus said that your prayer must be thy kingdom come. And it means the authority of God as a king. The authority of God as a king, when he is in operation, his will will be done. And what is his will? The Bible says, the will of God is that you prosper and that you live in good health. Just as your soul prospers. Oh, am I talking to someone right here? Am I talking to somebody right here? His will is that you prosper just as your soul, your spiritual life prospers and that you live in good health. Now, so we are having the kingdom of God on earth where God says, 
He wants to heal you. He wants to live in good earth. He wants to prosper you. He wants to prosper you. And then he also wants you to prosper spiritually. Now, this is God's will. But when you look around what, what is happening in your life, sometimes it is the opposite of the will of God. Your spiritual life, which is your soul, is, isn't prospering. You end good health. Physically, you're not prospering. So what's really the problem? The problem is the will of God. Now, but before we go into, in, into that, I, I want you to understand this. I, wa I want you to understand this. I hope everybody is getting to the boat. I'm about to do some crazy things here. The devil is going to leave your house. Oh, you didn't hear me. I said the devil is going to leave your home. The disease is going to leave your body. Cancer is going to bow to the name of the Lord Jesus. Now hear this. So Jesus Christ came on earth. According to the scriptures in John chapter 1, the Bible said in the beginning there was a word and the word was with God and God was the word and him was um, uh, life. And the life was the light of man. And nothing was made without him for all things were made by him and for him. Light shines in darkness, but darkness comprehended not. There was a man, his name was John, who came to bear witness of the very same light. But he was not the light. This is the true light that overcomes the world. He came for his own and his own received him not. But for those who received him were given the power. Power to become sons of God. So they are not sons of God and then they are looking for power. No. The power that was given to them is what made them to become sons of God. If you were a son of God, there was a power that converted you to become. Oh, I think I'm talking to the wrong people. So if you are a son of God, there was a power that converted you to become. So there's no need for you to be looking for power because it is the same power that made you to become. You have it already. It is inside of you. All you have to do is to activate the power that is living inside of you. Oh, am I talking to somebody right here? Am I talking to somebody? So there is the power right inside of you, which must be activated tonight. So the Bible said he gave them power to become. So what made you to become? It is the power that he gave you. So the Bible says he gave them power to become sons of God. Then the Bible says, these sons are not born by flesh and blood. Neither by human will or by the will of a husband. But they are born by the will of God. So, listen to this. The Bible says, and the word became flesh. Full of grace and truth. Now, Jesus Christ came on earth as the word. The Bible says he sent his word and healed them. Now, the word which was sent 
was Jesus. He was sent as the word and he became the flesh. He was born in the flesh, lived among us, full of grace and truth. And he was crucified and he rose from the dead and he healed us. But his traps were healed. And this is the word of God, which is Jesus. Now, but when Jesus Christ came on earth, he lived with us. But when he came on earth, he demonstrated or revealed the principles of God. And I want you to understand these principles. Because once you miss God's principles, you have missed everything about yourself. So number one I want you to get is you have to know what are God's principles. What are his principles? God doesn't work the way human being works. This is why we're having so many Christians who are missing God. They are praying and they're wondering why the things aren't moving. It's not because of how prayerful you are or how faithful you are to God. It's about how do you know his principles. It is very important to understand and to know his principles. And one of the principles I want you to know that Jesus Christ lived with, lived in. And when he came on earth, he complimented them. It is this principle. The principle of selection. Say the principle of selection. Say it again. Say it again. Say the principle of selection. What is this principle? What does this principle do? Wow. In Luke chapter 4, from verse 25, there's a revelation where Jesus Christ, his first message, when he came from the wilderness was to reveal this principle. In Luke chapter 4 from verse 18, 18, he just comes from the wilderness. Verse 18, he enters in the synagogue. And in verse 18, the Bible says he's given a scroll to read. And that was the first message to read. And he reads Isaiah. He speaks of the spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has anointed me to preach, to heal, and to liberate those in prison, and to comfort those who mourn. And after doing that, he closes the Bible. And in verse 25, Jesus, this is his first message. He reveals the principle of selection. Verse 25 says, of, of, of Luke chapter 4, verse 25 says, But I tell you the truth. Many widows were, were in Israel in the days of Elias, when the heavens shut up through years and six months, when a great famine was throughout all the land. But unto none of them was Elias sent, save unto Salapta, a seed of Sidon, unto a woman that was a widow. And many lepers, to the saving, were in Israel in the time of Elias, the prophet. And none of them was cleansed, saving Naaman and the Syrian. Now, the first message Jesus Christ speaks and reveals, it is the principle of selection. What does this principle do? How does this principle do? And how does it work? And I'd like to reveal to you this principle. It is very important because this way we're going to have people healed and others not. Oh, you didn't even hear this thing. What is the principle of selection? When we deal with the principle of selection, it is whereby God reveals. The Bible says there were so many widows in the days of Elijah, but none of them was sent 
None of them was a larger saint apart from one. From the city of Sidon, not from Israel. None of them apart from one. And then the Bible says there were so many leapers in Israel in the days of Elisha. But none of them was cleansed apart from one, the Syrian, Naman. Now, what does that tell you? Just, he comes, that's his first message. That's his first message. He reveals unto us the principle of selection. There were so many widows. Why were other widows not assisted? Why only this widow? And why were other leapers not cleansed? Why only Naaman, the Syrian? Because when Jesus Christ is doing his work, he works with the principles. And among the principles is a principle of selection. Before we go into details, just ask yourself a question. There are so many people in this city, so many people in, in, in the U.S., but why only the few of you are in this room tonight? It is a principle of selection. Oh, I'm talking to somebody. I said, why the few of you? Why the few of you are here tonight? Why did he call wow other people? In fact, you are not actually influential like the other people. They are more important in the society more than you. But why did God not allow them to come in here? Why did God allow you only to make it for this event? Why? Because he deals with the principle of selection. Because he selected you tonight to be here. And he selected you for this reason. He selected you for this purpose. Am I talking to somebody right here? That's what the Bible says, for many are called, but few are selected. Oh, am I talking to somebody right here? So he deals with the principle of selection. It is a principle. Ladies and gentlemen, never forget this. He deals with the principle of selection. Say the principle of selection. As we are still explaining about this principle. And, and I want you to get this very well. It's very important. We may be in church. All of us expect. But listen. I have seen this several times. Where I pray for people. Others are healed and others are not. And you wonder why. Why are others not selected to be healed? That's where I'm going. Why are others blessed and others not? That's where I'm going. Oh, are you hearing me right? I said, are you hearing me, right? Yes. Are you hearing me? Yes. Or oh, you're not hearing me? Yes. One of the most greatest anointing I carry is the anointing of impartation. I've got two angels. When I'm preaching, one angel speaks to me and one angel imparts what I'm speaking to people. You'll see. You're going to see things. Did you hear me, somebody? Did you hear me? So the Bible speaks and explains. But I want you to get this information. It's very, very important. Very, very, very important. The principle of selection. Now, that does not make sense. Until I take to John chapter 5. 
John chapter 5, the Bible speaks of Jesus Christ. When he weren't at the pool, Bethsaida. Where, when he went to this pool, there were five porches. The Bible says, on these pools laid a great number of sick people. In, the Bible never said there was only one man. The Bible says they lay a great number of important, lame, blind, mute, deaf. Did you hear that? The Bible didn't say only one man. The Bible speaks of a lot of people who were sick and who had several problems. But guess what? Jesus didn't go for everyone there. He only went there for one man. That's the principle of selection. And I pray to God that tonight, may you be the only person that Jesus must visit tonight. When you understand the principle of selection, when you understand the principle of selection, you're going to make it possible that no matter what, I want to be the only person to be selected. If God has to heal somebody, it has to be me. If God has to bless somebody, it has to be me. If God has to raise somebody up, it has to be me. It's only when you understand the principle of selection. That's not enough. I can give own examples on selection. Not only that. Let's talk about David. This Samuel comes and he calls all the brothers of David. He says, come. One, one brother comes and no, you, God has rejected it. The Bible actually says, God has rejected you. And he goes out. Another one, God has rejected you. And one guy who is just in the bush, young, and who's the, he's not even taking care of anything, and, and, and God says, that one. Says a principle. No, tell your neighbor, it's a principle. Now imagine your whole family. They have nothing to do with God. But why you? Why did God select your family? Why did he appoint you? Look at your brothers. Look at your cousins. Look at your uncles and your sisters. Why you? Tell them it's a principle. Oh, come on, somebody. Says a principle. Because when we live sometimes, we may not know these principles. Says a principle. Say the principle of selection. Say it again. So you may be here sitting down and, and, and wondering. And you may actually not be a saint. You may be struggling with the sin or something else. But why is God still pushing you in church? Why? Why does he keep on pushing you in church? There are good people out there better than you. But why does God keep on pushing you in church? Because it's a principle. Because God loves you. You didn't hear me. I said God loves you. On the principle selection, because of time, I can explain better and better. Took off. The Bible says before these children were born, Jacob and Isaac, I mean, uh, and, and Esau, Esau and Jacob, before they were born, they have not committed any sin. But God says, I've rejected. I have rejected Esau and I've loved Jacob. And you wonder, what, what happened? What did Esau do? Nothing. 
but it was a principle. And tonight, you may, you may be wondering, if you don't do this tonight, he won't select you. And I want to share with you. It's very important for you to understand God's principles. Otherwise, he may reject you too. You may be standing in God's presence. Oh, Father, heal me. Touch me. Deliver me. And God says, I've rejected you. And God may pass you and heal somebody behind you. Because you don't understand the principles of God. Did you hear me, somebody? I said, did you hear me, somebody? I said, did you hear me? Say it's a principle. Say the principle of selection. How many be selected tonight? How many are saying, I'm going to make sure. How many are saying, tonight is my night? How many are saying, I can feel it. It's my night tonight. Oh, are you sure? Are you ready for this? Are you sure for this? Are you ready for this? Praise God. Say the principle of selection. Say it again. Say it again. So when you are struggling, just know you are not yet selected. So David was a small boy taking care of the sheep. He was not yet what? Selected. Until he was selected. When he was selected by God, his whole life changed. His whole demeanor changed. His whole life changed. There was no longer a life of struggling. He became the king. He became a rich man. He became blessed because he was selected by God. And guess what tonight? When you are selected tonight, guess what? Your life is going to change. I can see everything about you changing. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a matter of selection. When you are selected by God, oh my goodness, am I talking to somebody right here? It is just a matter of selection. What David was waiting for was not God's hand to touch him. What he was waiting for was a day where he would be selected. And when a day came where he was selected, his whole life changed. What you're waiting for is God's selection. Oh, am I talking to someone right here? One night I was praying, um, I was praying and I was fasting. One of the things I like doing is fasting and prayer. So I was fasting and I was praying. And when I was praying, God spoke to me. He said, son, I know what you're looking for. But understand my principles. That's what he told me. He said, understand my principles. And I began to pray for principles. And when I began to pray for principles, a lot of things were revealed unto me. And trust me, there is no any area in my life that I don't want him to select me. Spiritually, I want to be selected. Financially, oh, by the way. His brothers, when they saw Goliath, it was a difficult thing to solve. But with David... Actually, Sam David approached his brothers and he said, who is that man? 
And his brothers shouted at him and said, who do you think you are? His own brothers. That's why the Spirit of the Lord said, I have rejected you. Because these brothers, they had no faith. These brothers, Goliath was a giant in their eyes. But the same Goliath in the eyes of David, he was uncircumcised Philistine. Oh, I'm going to talk to someone right here. The same situation to some of you. It is a huge situation. But to some people, they believe this problem is nothing in the eyes of God. And I want to tell you, when you have that mind tonight, when you have that mind tonight that this disease is nothing in God's presence, if you have come here believing this situation is nothing in God's presence, surely tonight you'll be selected. In this conference, you'll be selected. Am I talking to somebody around here? That's what the Bible said, by faith in Hebrews. It says, by faith, by faith, by faith, by faith. But, uh, the, the, the scripture refers all great men of God who performed miracles, that it was by faith. Yes. Yes. The whole Hebrews 11, by faith, by faith, by faith, by faith. So what makes you to be selected? It is the faith. Once you believe. We have people who come in church who believe they have got what they call they lack faith integrity. Faith integrity it is the agreement between what comes of your mouth and what you believe. So we have people who say I am healed but their mind is still thinking am I really healed? So there's no integrity of faith. So what you're pronouncing and what you're believing it has to be the same. We have people who say, yeah, 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 now I'm, I, I, I know things are going to be fine. Everything is going to change. But when they sit down, they go through thinking. There's no faith integrity. That's why Samuel said, God does not see the appearance of outside. But he sees the intents, the contents of heart. So you may be saying, I'm healed, I'm free, it is done. All miracles are happening. But what is in your heart is what makes you to be selected or not. We have people who are still struggling with that. They confess other things but their mind. There's too much battle. Why am I passing through this? Why me? Why all this? When David saw Goliath, he never said, why am I going through this? He said, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil. Am I talking to someone right here? When he was passing through the same situation, he never feared. He never feared. He never questioned God who said, why am I going through the valley of the shadow of death? Or he said, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of... What was that valley? It was the valley of Eli. What was this valley? It was the valley where he was meeting Goliath. He said, though I walk through this valley, I fear no evil. He said, for your rod and your staff, they comfort me. He was seeing beyond what he was passing through. Oh, am I talking to someone right here? This is why others are selected and others are not. This is why others are selected and others are not. 
when God wants to prosper someone financially, he sees all these things before he selects you. Before he selects someone into ministry, he sees all these things. If you may ask the pastor, he's going to tell you a lot of stories. How he has made it until today. If, if, if you ask him, I'll tell you a lot of stories. So God sees before he takes you into the ministry. That's what the Bible says before you were called. He says he foreknew you. For those he foreknew, he predestined for what? To be conformed to the image of his son. And after predestination, he says he called you. And after calling you, he says he justified you. After justifying you, he says he glorified. So before the glory you see, behind the glory, there is a story. Oh, am I talking to somebody? Look at your neighbor and say, do not see the glory that I'm having now. See the story behind the scene. Am I talking to someone right here? Don't just see David as a king. Don't just see David as a king. But see him as a shepherd boy. There's a story behind. It takes you to understand. The principles of God. Don't see yourself as a small person. You are a great person. The more you begin to see yourself, it directs God for selection. When you see yourself as a big person, when you see yourself as going forward, when you see yourself as being healed, when you see yourself as making it, when you see yourself as a great nation, God says yes. This is the person to select. God is refusing people who don't see themselves to be what God sees them to be. Uh, am I talking to somebody right here? There are some people God looks in them and sees them as great people. But they see themselves as poor people, as struggling people, as not worthy people, as not holy people. But when God looks in them, he sees all good things. But because they reject that, they refuse to accept that, God rejects them. So be selected tonight. Say it again. Say it again. And that's what the Bible says. Let the poor say, I am rich. Let the sick say, I am here. Why is the scripture saying all that? Why? Because the, 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 the power of selection is in your confession. What you confess. Where everybody was confessing fear, David confessed victory. When everybody is confessing, struggling, spiritually, financially, you have to confess the opposite. Oh, am I talking to somebody right here? It will influence the selection of God. It will influence the selection of God. How many tonight say, I will begin to confess positive things of myself? Can I see the hands up? If anyone says, I'll begin to confess positive things for myself. Can I see your hands up? Can I see your hands up? Can I see your hands up? I, I want to tell you something. God wants you to change your direction. Change your direction. Begin to confess positive things. I am not poor. I am rich. I am not sick. I am healed. I am not possessed. I am free. I am healed. I am delivered. I am not blind. I can see. I am not as I am. I am a great person. Greater is he who lives inside of me than he who lives in the outside.
When you begin to do that, it will influence the principle of selection. Oh, I hear somebody. Who is following? Can I say hand if you're following? Second principle. Because of time. Say because of time. 